I think it felt like a bit like being in the nightclub when you're a bit drunk and the dance floor's clearing and you're looking for someone to snog. <laughs> and <laughs> Nuno was there. Welcome folks to YE1Spurs, our first podcast in a couple of months, so apologies for that. But all the more to catch up on, and a lot has happened. We last recorded before a succession of September London derbies and a great start results-wise under Nuno, which saw us top of the league. You don't need reminding what happened in those London derbies, but today we'll be delving right into what the next 18 months or more could hold under new manager Antonio Conte, and I'll be doing in the company of four YE1 regulars. I'm Ian Wallace, and with me is my son, Casper Wallace. Casper, hi. Um, hello. You okay? I'm good, yeah, I'm good. Um, then there's the right boys, Peter and Simeon. Peter, you well? Hi, yeah. Simeon, you well? Yeah, I'm good. I'm very excited. Very good. I'm excited about what the future has to hold for Spurs, yeah. It's I'm a very, very exciting podcast, isn't it, guys? And last but not least, of course, back after a hiatus of more than one year, is the best centre-back never to go pro, Mr Matthew Bowers. Matt, welcome back. Lovely to be here. Has it been a whole year? Goodness. Has it really been a whole well, year? I think it has. I think I've seen you too much in that year, so yeah. I felt like you've, you know, <coughs> so, you, you've been here. Thank um, you. That's a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Um, it's great to have you all with us, including, of course, you the listeners. So Conte is in the dugout now, and the Nuno reign has ended. Before it even really began... Conte aside for a minute, Peter, was Nuno just the wrong man from minute one? Um, look, I just think he's a totally decent guy. I mean, he uh, comes across as a really nice guy, but just not the right man for the job. And uh, you look back on previous podcasts, you hear me how, how underwhelmed I was when he was appointed. And now it's kind of feeling like as though it's just a, he was just a stopgap. Uh, so I don't know. He's uh, got... So he's got eight million in his back pocket now, so it's probably to soften soften the blow. Um, I'm sure he'll get a drop shot somewhere else, but I don't think he was the guy to take us back to where we had been and beyond. Who do you blame for that? Uh, well, I think uh, just the board got it wrong, really. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the selection <coughs> process was a debacle in the summer, and we all know what we did. About the eighth or ninth choice, it just ended up that he was the only guy prepared to take to take the job at the time, and it, it just felt it just felt underwhelming for me. I just wasn't excited, you know, the way I am to this evening. You know, I feel okay, well, we'll, genuinely we'll come on come on to that a bit later. Uh, Sim, how did you feel, um, Nuno's about the sacking? Um, yeah, I, I was I wasn't really Nuno out until. Uh, in fact, pretty much t- till the Monday morning when he when he did get sacked, I was still kind of like, okay, that's a little bit harsh. And I don't think, I don't think before the United game certainly I wasn't like we we, we heard all this about his El Sacico, and yeah. I honestly thought it was only Oli that could have gone on that day, Oli Solskjaer. Yeah. So I was willing to give him more time. I think we'll, we'll probably look at the games we've got coming up soon um, during this podcast, and I thought there's a good opportunity to get to get results there. So I would have given him more time probably before the Man United game. But that was just so, so dire that yeah. I think it did force their hand. And then when, obviously, Conte becomes available, I think you have to go for that. Yeah. Um, Matt, how do you feel about uh, the sacking of Nuno? Um, 
as a man, I, I, I really liked him. He had a, a certain charm about him, which I thought was really quite nice. Uh, and I feel pretty bit sorry for him, actually. It just, it just wasn't the right fit for him. Um, and he was probably out of his depth. He may develop into a really good manager one day, but just not with Spurs. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Casper, being younger, I mean, we, we're sort of saying that like, we felt sorry for him a little bit as a man and a really nice guy. Do you, how do you feel as a youngster uh, about Nuno and from when he was sacked? I think kind of like the same. I think I, I really like him as a person. I feel like he he kind of at the start he like created kind of a buzz around the around the squad. But I think the thing that did it in for him, I I think the Man United game. I think after that, I think Levy wouldn't have would have given him more time. I think it was the crowd's reaction. Yeah. To 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 the substitution that kind of did him in a bit. That's a good point. I mean, we were watching the game and we pretty much after that substitution, we pretty much turned it off. Yeah. And we were only losing yeah. one nil, and I think that sort of speaks yeah. speaks volumes. It's funny we had your your mates, the Wolves fans, of uh, on the on the podcast over the summer. And it's just funny to think back to that now. That we actually went to that effort of talking yeah. about the future under Luno. But like, to remember the the thing that stands out from them is them saying that he's more interested in not conceding than, than scoring yeah. and the fact that we have had f- four games where it's we've three been one nils, yeah. where we've where we yeah three one nils and then we've had four games where we conceded three goals yeah. plus yeah. in in games where you know against oppositions that that it hurts yeah that that's really that's really dug dug his Spurs grave I think but fifteen points is is his legacy and a decent gap to the top end of the league so. He's come in and he's, he's done in the time that Conte wouldn't have taken the job, and now he will take the job. He's, he's done okay. I mean, I did, I did about for you, Peter. After the Arsenal game, for me, he'd gone for me. Did yeah. you sort of feel that? I just I felt, felt it was I so inept, and we knew it was coming. We knew it was going to happen. Yeah, it just it just felt it felt like it wasn't right. Even under the three three one nil victories, it didn't it didn't feel sustainable, like a, a sustainable momentum, and obviously those three London derbies, but. The Man United game, I was actually there, and it was um, obviously the pivotal moment. Casper pointed out the substitution, and the crowd just really turned. That whole South Stand just, you know, you did. You feel it reverberate around the ground? Yes, it did, and it just really, and it was, it just started to veer into toxic, and then, Mm, then he's standing there on the halfway line with his arms folded, and it's. Yeah. It just, it just turned no, no, no animation. It was a turning no animation. Point. Yeah, and in, just, in his body at all. You and, know. I, and I haven't for the for the younger one, younger listeners. I haven't seen White Hart Lane be toxic for such a long period of time. Not turn on somebody like that. Yeah, no. since possibly George Graham era. Yeah, uh, that that really was toxic going to yeah, games. I, then I, I don't know. I think there was a lot of comparisons with AVB. I remember the fact so that we won right. those games one 0 at the start of that season, the season yeah. that he got sacked, and then we started getting really thumped in games. And maybe that Liverpool game where we got beat five 0 at home. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was I wasn't at the game, so I can't remember if there was like loads of mm. booing and yeah. stuff. But it's but that that was probably quite toxic that day. I think. Yeah, this has been toxic. But I mean, I, I, just just to add to sort of how I feel how I felt about Nuno. You know, when when Jose got sacked, I didn't really feel anything. No, no, you no. Know, but when Nuno sacked, I felt a bit of emotion for the guy because I think he's a nice guy yes. and I felt a bit sorry for him. Oh, I thought but, it was bad timing before a fight. Five days before yeah, I agree with that. I was confused, yeah, Casper made a point about he felt confused after Jose yeah. was sacked. But when Nuno, I just felt he had to go. Even even when you know, I t- we in the last podcast, we, conv- we you know we 
we sort of predicted the next three results. I said we'd lose the next three games because Peter, we sort of said we were like not very good, mm. and us being top of the table was crazy, wasn't it? Really, it was false. yeah, yeah. very false. Yeah, like, loads of, like a few of us around the table, I think, said we'd like, lol ever the optimist said we'd win all three games I think your son said we'd make a statement against us yeah. we definitely made a statement but I don't think it's the right yes. kind of one great analogy we were like an elephant in a tree something like that. <laughs> that, that's that exactly. not sustainable yeah <laughs> that's um, what it felt like when we were top of the league. yeah yeah, it was. Yeah, it's, it's going to come crashing. We knew, we knew, yeah. it we knew it would last. Um, but I just, just want to bring up a comment about David Pleat uh, once said. Not, I don't know if he said it recently. He said, "If the fans chant sack the sack the manager, the board think about sacking the manager. If they chant sack the board, they definitely sack the manager." Yeah, yeah, the board are unsackable. But, but going back to your to your point, Peter, and I think that's a map. You, know, you you said that they the board made a mistake. Do you think that, Matt? I think it was. It felt like a bit like being in the nightclub when you're a bit drunk and the dance floor's clearing and you're looking for someone to snog. <laughs> and <laughs> new, new was there. Opportunity, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then you only go out of it for a few weeks. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Daniel Levy was a bit drunk. Yes. At the time. He was desperate. Yeah, yeah you, you, you're like you're like the, uh, the Ian Holloway of our podcast. <laughs> I love two great analogies already. But do you think um, do, do you think Casper, what what was Nuno's mistakes? You know, where where did he go wrong? Do you think? Do you think his formation, or do you think the players just didn't buy into him? His attitude. I feel like I uh, I know it's easy to to single one player out, but I feel like Kane was the problem in his in like his kind of play Good style. Point. Because when you it, with his playstyle, especially at Wolves, he had like he had like Adama Traore, and he had and he had like I think it was Pedence on yeah, the on the wing. Is. He had quick players up front, and I think Kane just didn't really work in that system. So, but well, there was other problems. But I think Kane kind of stood out in that. Yeah, Kane was a problem in full stop. Kane was a problem for the club. Them. Yeah, we, we had three games. We yeah. actually were we were more. I remember somebody saying, "I love the energy that Nuno brings." Remember somebody saying that in our group chat? Oh, okay. Yeah, and that just seemed to dissipate when Kane came back. Yeah, did he? Came out for the. He came on in the Wolves game. Didn't yeah, yeah. And played in the Watford game. It wasn't a great. And the Watford game was a, not a great performance, was it? But it was just the Wolves one was. The Wolves one got battered for the whole game. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Even without Kane, we got yeah. battered. They should have had a penalty as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's, that's we we talk about that. But anyway, let let's sort of move on. Let's move on because there's been some big news at White Hot Lane uh, this yeah, week. So yeah, Conte becomes the eleventh permanent manager appointed by Daniel Levy in twenty one years. Is it twenty one? Twenty two years. It's incredible. You know, I just want to sort of say two years ago we sat here in this very studio praising a strong start under Jose Mourinho and toasting guaranteed success. <laughs> Things didn't happen. So. Sim, are we genuinely confident that this time things will be different under Antonio Conte? Well, a lot of people do seem to be confident. Um, I've been bitten way too many times by Tottenham to to be confident. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't have a better guy in charge, could we? In terms of track track record, in terms yeah. of being at the pinnacle of his of his career now. Yeah. And Whereas John, available. exactly, and and available. I mean, it's it's the perfect storm of us somehow being able to get him in at this at this point and. Yeah. It's probably the last chance we'd be able to get someone like him because we've been falling for so long. Like yeah. we've been, I think our league positions got worse every year since we came second in yeah. in twenty seventeen. So, yeah. <laughs> no, um, I I think we've given ourselves the best chance, but I'm 
always cautious when it comes to Tottenham. Yeah. Would you say, Matt, that that um, Conte is possibly in the top four managers in the world alongside Klopp, Guardiola, and um, who else am I thinking of? Who's the Klopp, Guardiola, and would you say is on Thomas the top? Yes, Thomas Tuchel. Thomas Tuchel. That yeah. was it. Oh, Sorry. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. we've managed to get someone in their prime. Um, yeah, and it just. I just hope it works out. I really do because it just. Why shouldn't it work out? Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I was, you know, Casper sort of, you know, being younger. Do you feel really, really excited by it, or are you wary at all? I mean, uh, like I, I'm kind of like fifty-fifty. I'm really excited because you, you look at everything he's done. Like he took Chelsea, who were tenth, to top. They took Inter Milan, who were fourth, to first, and he took loads of teams who were who were nowhere near winning the league to, to to competing again and winning titles. But then again, it is Tottenham. So I don't... I'm kind of 50-50. I'm not too sure. Yeah, he's got, he's got a win ratio of his last three jobs, I think, of about over 60-odd percent. Mm. Yeah, he's got a brilliant win rate. Yeah, yeah so like Premier League win rate is 60%. Oh, is it? So that's three, three out of five so. games. Yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm really, like... I've made a point of asking loads of Chelsea fans that I've come across about that second season. Because yeah. that was like from what he'd done in the first year when he got ninety three points and won the league. And his second season it was a massive drop off and they came fifth. I know they won the FA Cup. But there was a, there was a few things that really stood out that year. So there was a really do you guys remember a terrible performance they put in against City where they I can't remember if they didn't have a shot or they didn't have a shot on target. Yeah. In the whole game they lost one nil and Chelsea fans like one of my friends said it sort of was drilled into his skull that game um. in memory. Um Lost to us as well at Stamford Bridge. They lost to they lost to us at Stamford Bridge. So he's the only top uh, Chelsea manager who's lost to us at the bridge. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think things were starting but, to starting to. But it was, it's yeah. but the backing was so bad that year. I think like they were getting people like Drinkwater for forty million. He wasn't signing the players. Yeah. And the Diego Costa stuff happened, and I think that was probably more Costa's fault than his. Did he yeah, get sacked so. from Chelsea or did he? Yeah, he got sacked. Oh, did he get sacked? Yeah. Everyone gets sacked. I mean, from Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but, uh, but yeah, Chelsea fans tell me that that's. That that was not really his fault that it dropped off so much. So maybe get cut him slightly. I think. But do you think though, Peter, that that Spurs are a lot more stable club than say a Chelsea, like as in stable, as in they're not as like higher and fire. And we're in, we're in a position where we've got to sort of give him the tools to do, to do the job. I mean, Chelsea, as you, as we all know, just have this uh, higher and fire mentality, and that's that's their that's their business model. But here, oh. I mean, he's got he's got more carte blanche, I think, at Spurs in the sense that Spurs need him more than he needs Spurs, I think, mm-hmm. at this particular moment. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just happy to ride this roller coaster and see <laughs> see where it takes us, really. But I mean, he's not, someone made a someone made a comment to me about football being about moments, and you just got to enjoy the <laughs> not worry about you know what's going to come in the future. Matt, what's your sort of attitude? Have you seen it all before? Like you're I, you're yeah. thirty odd, aren't you? Yeah, uh, sorry, 40, <laughs> you. forty-five kind of plus fat. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I, <laughs> I I don't know. I'm I'm looking at it from his point of view. I mean, he's a very wealthy man. He's getting fifteen million pounds reportedly a year. What's in it for him? I just don't get it. Mm. Personally, really? I honestly don't get it. He's the, I think it's a stopgap because win, lose, or draw, he's going to get paid. But do you not think he's a stopgap? He wouldn't have taken it because he'd just wait for Man United. I mean, I mean, what's to say? Yeah. He, he could just leave and go. He'll just 
Yeah, he might do. He might do an Ancelotti. Look yeah. what Ancelotti did to Everton over the over the summer. Yeah. It's the first time. It's the first time that Conte's taken a job in it in the middle of the season. So that's it. That's quite interesting as well because he's normally he normally like he took the Chelsea job even before the Euros when he managed before he even managed Italy in the Euros. So he always has that like that pre-season and mm. and I, I think he's going to get very upset with a lot of the fitness of a lot of our players. Yeah. Do you not do, do you not like, think do you not think that this could be his Casper? Do you not think that this could be his finest moment in taking a team? He's never really taken a team as poor as us over recently like Inter were better than us you know a better place Chelsea a better place you know do you think this could be that, that's why he's taking the challenge I don't know but it seems like he's playing like FIFA career mode or something <laughs> like, um, but yeah I don't know it could it, it could go either way but I'm not um, it, it's one for you Ian what would he have to do to make Tottenham his best achievement ever because he, he's took Casper mentioned he took Chelsea from 10th to top he took Juve from I think 7th to, to top he took into Milan to the title when they've been indulgent for a while. Yeah. At Spurs, say Spurs is his best achievement. What could he come second or third with us, and it will be his best ever achievement? I mean, if he got top four, I think it would be incredible this year. Yeah. Purely, purely because, like you know, when you when you're a coach, you if you haven't got good players to work with, or better players, and you know, you, you can't turn a you know silk a silk person you know. <laughs> a, Sounds even to a silk purse. Well, you? Steady, I mean, he's still got one of the best strikers in, in the world. In the world. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree. He also improved players. That's why. Yes. I'm, I'm just incredibly excited about it. What he did with Moses at Chelsea, yeah. turning him into a wing back and stuff. Yeah. He, he he does what Mourinho didn't do. Is that actually make players better? Yeah. He gets them running through walls for him. Yeah. And that's exactly what we need. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I go back to your question, Sim. I, I, you're right, Peter. Yeah, we have got some yeah. good players. I'll possibly end doing them down a little bit, but I, I do think if they got into top four this season, it would yeah. be one of the mm-hmm. most incredible achievements. It would be incredible, been. I think, especially with the quality of the the the, like, the traditional top four right now. Yeah, and West Ham in the form of their mm-hmm. club's yeah. history as well. And also the money, the money sort of like you know the other teams have spent around us. I mean, um, just talk, talking about the money side of it. So obviously he's come in. Um, oh, sorry, just just go back, just go back to Peter. Just want to go back. Like he didn't come in the summer when no. he. Well, do Do you think that's true? He said he wasn't in the right frame of mind, or do you sort of believe what the media sort of say about you know he didn't get promised this this yeah, transfer hard, budget? Where's a clash with me? What went on? I think we were talking to lots of different people, and you know people have suggested that you know if you're not um if you're not my main not your you don't want me then, you know, if you're talking to other people. I mean, he's a very volatile sort of character. Maybe those talks just broke down for whatever reason. And yeah. Maybe around Levy, there's always going to be money. <laughs> yeah. A, a, bit, a bit of an issue. It might be a lazy journalism, you know, do you think yeah. on that sort of thing that he didn't fit, he clashed with Levy? I, I don't know. It just I don't know. It just didn't. I don't know why. Who can say who will ever know why he didn't get over the line in the summer? But it's got over the line now, and I just couldn't be happier. Yeah, you know, I agree. I just, I just feel that. I think. I think personally, I think he's had a few months to think about the uh, the joy of uh, managing a team in the Europa Conference League. <laughs> right. And and I, I think that's just 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 it's pushing over the edge, really. <laughs> maybe he wants against for Maybe maybe he wants to be the first manager ever to win it. Maybe he wants his name engraved yes. in that history. Yeah, yeah, maybe. He might do, but I mean. I got it. Just quickly go back to the summer again. Yeah. I mean, look, look at the business we did in the summer. We brought in Brian Gill and, and Emerson. Uh, it's, it's probably did break down over transfers. To be yes. Honest. That's probably exactly why it broke down. 
Yeah, because I don't think that's a great transfer window. And I think no, we talked no. last time, it was an okay transfer window. Yeah. Our best acquisition is Paratici, I think. Yeah. Which has now made Levy step aside. Yes. And power somebody who to deal with the football. That's, the a, that's a great point, Peter. Mm. Can I can I ask you, I, I've got a question here. Does does Levy need to take a back step as, you no. know, Conte and Paratici yes. are running the oh, club? 100%. Yeah, 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 totally. 100%. And do you think that's more of a game changer than that? Do you think sort of like... It, it, it could be massive, yeah, because I think I think Levy, he's done some, some great things at the club, but he's also, he, he's probably one of these guys who has to have... Uh, he's like the overseer of everything and he probably can't step away. Yeah. It's yeah. not in his nature, is it, to just go, oh, I'll, I'll let that <laughs> sort itself out. And yeah. uh, luckily, he doesn't, you know, hopefully he will just yeah, let, let, let people do their job. You only have to watch the documentary. He's always yeah. tapping that hitching guy on the shoulder. Yeah. Even though he was the he was the guy on the phone all the time, Livy was always yeah. was always there. The guy was just yeah. on yeah. the documentary proved that he's <laughs> yeah. not really a football player. No, because staring at the camera as well, yeah. like, and then yeah. Yeah. looking away. Casper Cas- <laughs> we used to really laugh at the Amazon documentary with Levy, didn't we? He's a bit of a big friend, yes. wasn't he? <laughs> he's, he's always he's always. So he's always seemed to got his arm around Mourinho. He's already sitting, sitting yeah. next to him at breakfast, <laughs> or something like that, and, and feeding him. Yeah. <laughs> or just, talk, like or just talking, talking rubbish about the game on the weekend. It just didn't yeah. make any sense. Good game of soccer, guys. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. like um, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Levy is Ted Lasso. But um, the one thing I sort of wanted to throw out there to you guys that there's there's a lot sort of been said about this 18 month contract. And how like, I've read like ridiculous conspiracy reports about saying it, it sort of coincides with po- Pochettino's like end of his um, uh, contract at PSG. Oh yeah. But Sim, yeah, I'm gonna go around the table because this is a really important question. Okay, if Pochettino was around and Conte was around at the same time, and we could have either, who would be your choice? What? And we don't have a manager. Yeah. So like before yeah. Conte's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, got a straight I, choice for the age, I, those I, two. I think, no, I think Conte because I, I think. Still not enough time has passed since Pochettino. I think Pochettino will come back one day. Mm. And I would love him to come back one day. But at this moment in time, I want to try Conte. I want to try someone different. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Peter? a lot of... I agree with him. Because um, a lot of the players that were there when uh, Poch was there are still there. And a lot of the reasons why things weren't going well. I mean, a lot has changed. But in other ways, a lot has, has not changed. I, I just want... The whole thing to be shaken up, and yeah. he's going to come in and kick a few butts, yeah. and yeah. you know, like yeah, double training sessions, you know. And yeah, I, like, I, like when Pochettino, it, when Poch joined, it was very much a big shake up for the club. Yeah, yeah but wasn't it, it? that was fresh at the time, and it was like fresh words in their ears, and people, yeah, it just gets stale, you know. And and Nuno wasn't the right guy for that. No, no, he's not I thought good. Nuno and Poch were quite similar in the way they came into the job. Yeah, we talked about that before, didn't we? Mm. But, but they obviously, but then Poch possibly got more time. Do you think Poch didn't start very well, did he? No, no, it's like a couple of years before we really like to get rid of people like Adebayor and people like that. It took yeah. time, didn't it? So, so just the, you saying that, you know, obviously in hindsight it's wonderful, but you know, Nuno possibly wasn't given enough time, was he really? No. No, no I think, I mean, the guys, the guys come in and he's had to fight fires. He's had to deal yeah. with this. Harry Kane situation as soon as he walked through the door. Yeah. Uh, in that way, I feel sorry for him. It was a dreadful to walk in the door and he's in, he did the whole Harry Kane thing. Which it was, was a like, point. Yeah. It, it was, was a poison. Ter- 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 trying to do the job with one hand tied behind his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Pretty. pretty. So, uh, Peter, so you you agree? You definitely have a Conte. 
Potch is available. Conte, you every time. Conti. Casper, who would you who would you go for? If a level playing field, they're both there. I would go for Potch because I feel like I feel like it would bring life into into some of the players that haven't been doing well since he's left. Like you know, I don't know, but if if they're both on the table, I'd probably pick Potch. Just because like, we love like that romantic kind yeah. of vision of Potch though that a lot of the Spurs fans have. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like. But we're always the nice guys. We're always the nice guys. We need someone nasty, and Conte, Conte for me, some of the. Oh, we had someone nasty with Mourinho. Yeah, he was nasty. I felt, I felt like he was a bit too nice at Spurs. Really? Before, I didn't enjoy that. Like, I felt like when you see him at other clubs, he was he felt nasty. He he was never like he was never really too rude to our players. Mm. Apart from Delhi. I don't think anyone like it wasn't he wasn't nope. doing like what he did to Luke Shaw. Even, even no. he didn't even, do any he didn't do anything like that. Even in the Amazon documentary, even when you see behind the scenes, you never really saw him like snap out at anyone like yeah. I yeah. assume that he did at other clubs. Okay. Well he's great, he's here. You know, formations. Obviously. Mm. Conte, you know, pretty much Conte is a straight three five two. Yeah. yeah, well, but then he started with the, he started with the three 0 defeat at Arsenal. He scored four three three. Yeah. Halfway through that game, he changed it to the three five two. Yeah. Went on to win the next eleven games with the three five two. Mm. Won the yeah. title. Yeah. So he's a man who can are adapt. You, are you saying we're going to win the league now? Because he's going to win the next. I think we've got. I'm not saying we win the league, but I think we definitely could get top four. I tell you why. Because the next sequence of games yes. is very winnable. Yeah. Very winnable. Okay. And then if we beat the teams that are average, worse than us, or equal to us, we might lose to the top four. But I think that just about scrapes, got, scrapes you into the top Everton, four. Everton, Leeds, Burnley, Brentford, They're all Norwich, Liverpool. Brighton, and then Leicester and Liverpool into December. Okay. So, In the games, mind, yeah. probably should win a lot of them. Yeah, we could really get on a roll. But I just want to go back to formation. So, Peter, you talked about that game um, switched to 3-5-2. I mean, pretty much is a 3-5-2 or sometimes it goes to this 3-1-4-2. So, uh, pretty much that is a 3-5-2 in all but but name. But I just sort of want to know, how how do you feel about that, Matt? Being a defender, how do you feel about the 3-5-2? Having played in a 3-5-2 before... It's uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it can work, but everyone needs some. It's all about the discipline. Yeah. And I mean, you saw against Arsenal, the discipline from the midfield was just ludicrous. They just went, "Well, let's all attack." Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, our you know wing backs, wing backs will, I think, have a field day. Yeah. If if everyone sticks to their job and everyone knows what the hell they're doing, um, then I I, th- I can see Regulon putting in some great crosses further up the pitch. Yeah. But he's having to run the whole pitch. Yeah. And back again and yeah. up again and yeah. back again. And yeah. it's just and um, Royals uh, yeah. is he's not he he's very scared to go forward. Yeah. You can see that he's very like shall I take this man on or not because he knows What's if he if, yeah. if he loses the ball. He's exposing his his back too. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially if Regulon's up. Is, front is there a role for Doherty maybe or Sessegnon? Well, if we yes, can we in this, potentially can we we can we come back to that in, the, in in a minute? I just sort of want to go around the table of the, the formation thing. Peter, you do you like three five two? If you've got the right personnel, if you've got the right personnel and the players can follow the plan, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah Hod- Hoddle was a big three five two, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I think it can work. I mean, yeah. in certain games. 
Yeah. I mean, you think you need to be adaptable. Sometimes horses for courses. Yeah, agreed. You know, in certain games. And he's not. He's not afraid. He's not like a rigid three-five-two, is it? As, as I just said, he's done a three-one. So if there could be fluidity within that. Yeah. So I have to say one thing. He wants his wing backs to be actually spitting blood. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, they're, they're going to be working hard. Yeah. Which is good. Um, Sim, how do you feel about formation and that he pretty much has been rigid with that? I, I You're like, excited by that? Yeah, I'm excited by it because I, I love that formation when it's working. I think I think it really does. It really can be exciting, and if everyone like Matt says, if everyone buys into it, yeah, then yeah, you can play some great football with it. I just worry about our midfield though. We don't have any ball players in our midfield. I don't think. Okay. I don't think. Well, well, I mean, he. I think he can't play in. He can't play further back, can he? So I, no. I would like him. Or can I would like it to. I don't think he? so. I don't think so. No, I, I'd like him to be the guy who would be behind. It would probably, yeah, behind Son and Kane. I really want him to be to be part of the team because I think he could be. Yeah, he, he could be the get out guy. He could be the floater. But I just worry about Hoiberg and and Skip as as passes defensively. They're brilliant. They're great. Yeah. Great defensive players will make up a lot of ground. But is there anyone who? Who will you know be the guy that will you see Jordan Henderson spraying it out to the, the Liverpool fullbacks? Yeah, I, is there anyone who has that range in our midfields? Do you think? No. Well, you know, is... <laughs> <laughs> but you but you not think someone like you know I've made a note here you know could Endombele, Casper, come to you? Could Endombele be you know our Jorginho? You know, a player who sort of just gets the ball, moves it quickly. Is can he be that player? He's technically, he's a wonderful footballer. Can he be that player? Keeps the ball ticking. You know, the, we talked about metronome players. You know, keep mm. the ball moving. Um, or is he not that player? I don't think he's the type of Jorginho player. I think he likes to bring the ball forward a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think it's hard because he has to play. I think yeah. because at the moment, barring maybe Son, he's probably one of our most promising players when he has the ball. Yeah. Jorginho reads the game. I don't think. And Dombele reads the game. Do you not? Okay, that's no. interesting. My personal opinion is I don't think he. Yeah. I don't think he could play like a quarterback. Yeah, he's no, got the no. discipline. That's no, more than Modric. Think... Think, you know, I mean, Modric and, and is the that... parallel in, in that in that World Cup where he just destroyed yeah. it. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was a moving, move the ball quickly. You know, yeah. and Endombele is not that player for you, Matt. Perversely, I think Winks could possibly do that. But okay. you. Okay, well, yeah. yeah, that's a great, great point. And that, that's, that leads me into Conte's Chelsea side, okay? 3-5-2. So they're Courtois, uh, goalkeeper, Aspilicueta, who I hate, <laughs> David Luiz, who I hate, Gary Kelly, who I hate, Victor Moses, who I hate, Marcus Alonso, who I really hate, N'Golo Kante, who I love, <laughs> Matic, indifferent, Will Iron, I hate, Eden Hazard, I hate, and Diego Costa, I hate. Mm. Can we? Fabregas was in that team, wasn't it? Um, I remember no. Fabregas was right just behind. Uh, yeah, Fabregas was. He was in the. He was definitely part of that. And he bombed out John Terry as well, which we've got to love him ah. for as well. He ended John Terry's career basically. Yeah, we we love him even more. Okay, let's let's just sort of go around and sort of think. You know, who are our people who are threatening this three-five-two? Obviously, the goalkeeper. That's not going to change. But then, or who's it? it? Oh well, well, will it? Golini's there. You know, he's Italian. I don't know. Mm. No. Loris no, will not change. It's not important. Really. Okay, yeah. the right, the right, the right. Um, Aspeluqueta was the right centre back. So who basically who are our back three? Matt, can I come to you first? Yeah. Who are our back three? Okay, this in that so three five two. Tang, Tanganga, on the right. I okay. go Romero. 
I'm not good. I'm not good with pronunciations. Of mm-hmm. okay. yeah, as you probably all sus, the left side is the one that, that foxes me. I'm, I'm not sure yeah. who to put that. Bend over. <laughs> it could be. No, it could be a role for him. I, that's that's where we probably need work. Well, he's going to bring four players. You needed. Yeah. A, there's you need Devin, a three, there's yeah. Sanchez there, who I think mm. could be good. He's, he's good a decent ball player, isn't he? Sanchez, he's right footed. Oh, you don't think so? No, no. I, I think he's. Actually. See, I think he's a better player. Yeah, I agree. He, he looks like a. He looks like a spider when he's on the ball, and it's scary. Yeah, but he's scary. I think he's actually. I think he's, he's a really good than, defender. Though. I think he's better than he actually looks on the ball. Yeah, I think a ball player knows Romero. I think it's wonderful he's like, for yeah, him. He is the centre. He's the linchpin. He's your replacement. Or can I throw this to you, Peter? Of those centre backs, you know, Dai gets bad press, but he's an intelligent footballer. He's brave. In a back three. Is this is this situation better suited to him with say a Romero one side and a Sanchez, real good defenders Maybe. who just defend? Basically, Peter, yeah. what, what you know, his physicality of, of Sanchez. On what you mean on either side of him? I, I don't Dyer know which in, side. Dyer in the middle. Of yeah, him. Dyer in the middle. He's not. Dyer's a clever, and intelligent captain. Yeah. I, yeah. I just think those two either side could be our Luis Cahill and Aspilicueta. Yeah. Any so thoughts? I mean, he did fancy himself as a midfield player at one at one time, didn't he? Uh, yeah. I think it, it's worth trying, you know. But remember, we've got this transfer budget of uh, 150 million. Yeah. Is it? I'm told in, the, in, in right. January or something. Yeah. Maybe he could get. He's got his eye on somebody for that. Yeah. I think just... a left a left foot has got to be in that three. Yes, I agree. Um. I just, oh, yeah. I just want to throw out is Casper. Can you just read out? We just got the team news in for tonight's game. Okay. And this is so. This is Conte's um, first game against Ferrero Rocher. Where are they playing? So Larice <laughs> in goal. Uh, Emerson, Dyer, Romero, and Davis. Regulon, Skip, Hoiberg, Lucas, Son, and Kane. So it's pretty Ooh. much a full strength team. Uh, yeah, gone full strength. Yeah. Right, I'm just gonna, I yeah. can see that on that, my phone. So that is that is really interesting. But he's gone for the three. And yeah. he's gone for Davis on the left of the three as well. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, that will be, okay, it's, so per- it's the perfect game to get So to he's gone for a left footer. And I'll tell you what, basically. it looks like a bloody exciting team, doesn't it? It looks like a team that's yeah, going to challenge for the title. <laughs> but actually, no, no, it's, it's like every game under Nuno this season, every first 11, every starting lineup I saw, I was like, oh, that's, that's all right, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah he's he's gonna be, and it was the same with Mourinho. I was like, oh, I like, I like the look of that. And then the game starts, and then we haven't had the ball for we've, the no, first 20 minutes. 3 4 3, though. 3 4 3, yeah. Three, four, three, That's four. very attacking. I reckon Gaboho will cause us problems. Uh, anyway, they, they, let, they, let's... They let's, let's, didn't they, in the away leg? They did, yeah. Let, let, let's go back to this. Um, yeah. So, the, the three centre-backs, obviously, you know, he likes Dyer. I think he does like Dyer. He's his most intelligent footballer, possibly, footballing centre-back we've got. But then the wing-backs. I think the wing-backs pick themselves, do you? Yes. Casper, who would you bring back? I, mean, I think it's just absolute no-brainer. Doherty or Davis, nowhere, no, <laughs> are nowhere near. Europa Conference League. That, that's where we 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 will pay. Yeah. You know. I was still my regular. I wasn't playing against Man United. Well, what's going on there? It's on the bench. I don't know. That's, I don't know. Just, yeah, that's see. another biggest dig your own grave. I mean, part of a team and, and, and Davis is responsible for the opening goal the, yeah. the, the Ronaldo goal yeah. Yeah, that's a worry I, yeah, I think Conte yeah. I know it's Ronaldo but Conte look at that and go even if you're talking about like left of I know he's playing tonight but in the yeah. harder games left of the left of the, mm. the three in the middle and he goes yeah. he couldn't even keep an eye on the best yeah, best player in the league wasn't it he could have scored that goal I think, I, I, 
Yeah, I don't think we can take too much um, from like him picking the Conference League thing for the centre backs, but I think he sort of made a statement straight away. But yes. if we, so, this, the wing backs we uh, we agree it'd be Royale and also Regulon. Yeah. Um, but then the midfielders for me is really quite tough. So Chelsea used to have Engolo Kante, um, Matic, um, and they used to have. Uh, they used to have so Engolo Kante and Matic in the centre. I mean, they could have had Fabregas as well in yeah. some games. And that, so that they those two, but I mean we we will play with um, Hoiberg and Skip. But has had Winks got a chance to get back in? A player like Metronome moves so. the ball. I, 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 yeah. It's got to Did, get him on the training pitch yeah. and see what happens. You yeah. can't, he, Technically a lovely footballer, isn't he? And do you think he's do you think he'd be a better player in a in a more winning successful team? He's you because know, he's just a blink player, isn't yeah. he? What's his equivalent in that Chelsea team? Fabregas. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be it'll be a, it'll be a Matic. More behind Costa. Yeah, it'll be more a Matic. I think. Like, I think Fabregas is probably where we might see Ndombele. There isn't a comparison in that team. But Fabregas was uh, a um, more creative, more more attacking, yeah. more attacking, more yeah. score more goals. He, he did he did what Ndombele does. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Well, is more of a ball character I, for me. I think just to underline what's going on. I think a lot of these Tottenham players in the current side need to find their identity who they are what is their position yeah, I mean, I Winks he's a great player but he does nothing yeah. somebody to grab him and go well, this is your role can, can, Conte not, can Conte not just say to him just pass forward yes, yes. Pass, yeah, yeah, yeah. pass forward and see where but it more takes than you that, it, do you know actually grab, grab the game Yeah. because yeah. grab the game by the scruff of the neck it's like Dyer Dyer was desperate to be a midfield but he, yeah. he's he's he could still he could still be a midfielder, but no one's no one's coached that. To be fair, it could be that person. It's, it's confidence, isn't yeah. it? If someone said to you, "You can do this. You can be it," like Gareth Bell, Harry Redknapps or Gareth Bell as a left back, mm. and said, "What are you doing, left back? Get yeah. up the pitch. Yeah. You're the most talented player. Yeah. You're a striker. You're a whatever, left forward, whatever, do, yeah. whatever positions. I'm not. I'm, I I get very confused with all these different positions. It's it's basically find your role in that team. Yeah. And make it your own and progress and live live that role can can that in this 352 obviously we've established like the three center backs we've established the the wing backs you know we is skip hoiberg and tangai or is it skip hoiberg lacelso I mean, where's the uh, Celso in the shake-up? I mean, he's a lovely yeah. footballer. Yeah. He might really fit a exactly. three... Exactly. in the midfield for Argentina. With, with uh, Yeah. I mean, the, 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 two, the two up front pick themselves, okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Son and Kamara. Well, well, actually... It depends if you want to put possibly, more into that conversation. Possi- the way that we're playing against Vitesse. Yeah, possibly Son yeah, and... They Son, are the main two, aren't they? Yeah, they're the main two. But Mora, yeah, Mora has every right... You know, our players like Mora and Bergwijn... Where are they in the shake-up of a three-five-two? Yes, I think oh. they they are the possibly the ones to yeah. who aren't going to benefit. This this team is more like for for Conte to say like who's going to buy into what. Yes, yeah. you, you don't buy into what he's doing. You're out the door yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. But when, do do you not think we we're too namby pamby as fans and as a club? You know, we we I mean Ben Davis is still there. Yeah, I mean I literally think I'm better than Ben Davis. <laughs> I won't go that. We, we've held on to a lot of players for, for a long time. Well, I mean, just if you see like a midfield of 
I, I think Hoiberg and Skip have to play. I've been really. I agree. Just, uh, Skip has had yeah. a few dodgy moments. He had. Yeah, I like his energy against. though. I like the yeah. energy. <laughs> <of my life. laughs> the touch again. Uh, that that reminds yeah, me of something. Like a trampoline. That you, that you, yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what came to my head. But he's got energy. But like, um, but Skip and Hoiberg, I would have maybe Ndombele could be floating around them, and then if you have Kane dropping into a hole and Lucas and Son sort of running off, they could start from a wide position and they could maybe come a little bit more narrow, then that yeah. could be where the fluidity is. Yeah, but... I don't you, know where Bergwijn fits into it because I don't actually think he's a very good footballer. I do not. No. Casper, as a youngster, what, what's your sort of take on Bergwijn? And is, is Bergwijn a loser in this? I think he's good for, for, for a side when you set up where you, where you want to defend and keep the ball, but other than that, I can't... I can't really see him starting in games where teams that are maybe worse than us can you because you've got other players that can easily line up in front of him. But for games maybe against like the top six, I think he he keeps the ball really well at his feet. So yeah. I think that's where he could benefit. Energy. But, yeah, but other than that, I can't. <laughs> I can't see. Um, I mean, I I read recently as well that I've been doing quite a lot of research on Conte and his tactics. So I quite like the tactics. He's got a real big thing about getting the ball into the box and the striker, you know, having shots in the box yeah. and the strikers be in the box. Mm. Yeah, yeah you do not want Kane dropping deep. The yeah. business of the Kane dropping deep thing yeah. is so irritating. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's just as much as the day did a graphic on his touches yeah. in the box. Yeah, and he wants Lukaku last yeah. Inter. He was scored a lot of goals. He was always in the box. Hmm. Those wing backs gets the ball in the box. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, I think the classic Conte goal. Having watched this ten goals of. Um, Conte, you know, the ball comes out to one of the defence. The defence, the three centre backs would move the ball from side to side, looking mm. for that gap into those midfielders. Yeah, yes. They will get it in there. It will go wide. They'll rapidly go up the pitch, and then they get the ball into the box for the strikers. Yeah, it's quite a simplistic thing. You know, move the ball, find the space, yes, go yeah. out wide. Yeah. It, but yeah. the, the the pace and the energy, I think, of the teams. Yeah, the that's why. That's why big. Skip will be for me a winner in that. Because he has energy, moves yeah. more quickly, and skips. Sticks to his task as well, doesn't he? Yeah. And I think Hoiberg Hol- yeah. as well. By the way, how perfect would Lamella have been? Ah, for Conte. Did you see that tweet? Uh, no, I didn't. What was it? The thing that will forever haunt me is we'll never see Lamella. I saw Conte. that under Conte. Oh, yeah. Yes, we'll never see that. Yeah, I didn't see that. Brutal. Never, never say never. Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, Ricky will be will be laughing before you laughing finish, Before you move on, I just wanted to just say so something that illustrates Conte is uh, I remember losing a game at Stamford Bridge, like very late on to Chelsea. You know, it's a Saturday evening game, I think, and it was a sweeping move, and they were sort of like I don't know, Alonso had it or one of the wing backs, and it played through Fabregas, and the ball went across and it went, and it, it looked like it missed out all the defenders. But what had happened Moses, was that Moses did oh, this yeah. long thing oh, run yeah. from the right and finished. Oh, I what's called the, yeah. Was it the winning goal? I think yeah, it's called the winning goal. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that really that free stick two? in my mind. Yes, yeah, yeah, he won it really late. But I just remember this long busting yeah. run by Moses. Yeah, it's true actually. Yeah, and do you, that's and what do his wing match will need to do. And do you think, Casper, um, our players are fit enough at the moment or do you think they've just been lazy for a few years? I don't, I don't think they're fit. They never seem fit against the other team. Mm. It seems to be outrun, and the stats. I think West Ham fit. Yeah, all the stats. I mean, are... oh, I don't. I don't really know to be honest. Mm. What, Casper? What, what about um, where's Sessignon? Where is he? Where is he in this shake-up? Has he got a chance? Oh, I don't know. He's, he's fit, isn't he? I, 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 I don't 
have no idea. I haven't seen him in any training. Left, videos, he's a left wing back. But I, th- I, th- I think he's a very good, uh, very good player. But when if if we hadn't got Regulon, he would be a winner in this. But I think Regulon being very beneficial to getting the ball in the box, I yeah. think will be better for under Conte than Sessegnon. But he's the only guy, uh, Sessegnon, who can come in. I think I don't think Ben Davis can play that low no. busting. Ben, ben Davis shouldn't be near the team for quick, me. Like, he, may, maybe on the left of the three yeah. is all he can play, but there's yeah. no way he can play as, ben as a left and, wing back. Ben Davis team. and Matt Doherty are like, not, shouldn't be near <laughs> the team no. for me. Right, I'm just going to throw so, this out there as, as one, of, one of his, for me, I think... So I'm going to ask Casper as the youngest, do you think he should change the captain and who do you think it should be? Because I, I don't think, Loris, I think we want, he's an absolutely passionate man. I think he wants someone on his pitch who's as passionate as him. Hoiberg, yeah. I mean, based, literally based on Hoiberg's interview after that Man United game, I, I just think it has to be, I mean, I, I, I'm not really fussed because I think Hoiberg acts like a captain anyway. Yeah, good point. But, I feel like if it was going to be anyone, I think it should it would be Hoiberg, but I don't think he should change the captain. That's a weird interview, wasn't it? Yeah. But didn't What's he just it? say, I don't want to say anything because it, I might just be careful hurt. what I say? You could feel the hurt. Yeah, but I love that in it. Yeah, yeah. touch of the Graham too. Roberts about him. Yes. Like, yes. really like a hard... Yeah. Um, yeah. Do, you, do, Matt, do you think we should change captain? Uh, Hoiberg for me, all day long, yeah. and possibly Skip. Oh, I, I, I think it's empowering the players and just going. Do you know? You see yourself as that player. Think big. You yeah. know, because a lot of these players, they just go like. I, I, can, I can see a lot of players reinventing themselves. Uh, in the next yeah. in the next year, I yeah. really can. It's a clean slate, isn't it's it? A clean slate. And and I I, w- I would rather. I know it's a bit off topic, but I'd rather have Son than Kane as captain. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. want Kane as captain. No. I actually, and I never want to say this, but I, I, I would drop him. I wouldn't have him playing tonight. I wouldn't have him near like the first okay. team at the moment. Yeah. No, I just, really? I just, I just yeah. rinse him out. I'd Am play, I wrong? I'd just, play him in every. No, I mean, what, make him, make him buy into it and make him no, prove no. that he wants it. Correct him. Yeah. I d- he's not putting enough energy. No, he's but, not. But, but then. Yeah, but this, this is this is you can't. This is this is an audition now. Yeah. Tonight is an audition. It's not about yeah, yeah. the opponent of the tournament. Yeah. yeah. Because it's all these players are going to. He's play. a great finisher as well. So in the box. Put, stop dropping deep as you said Peter just yeah. be a striker I, yeah, I, I mentioned a little bit earlier about dropping deep didn't I and I think maybe in a transition it would be quite good yeah. but I think yeah like first and foremost get him back in the box Yeah. yeah. But, he, if, if he gets a chance in the box he'll score yes. yeah. but he's, he's not had a manager saying what the hell are you doing dropping yeah. 30 yards deep we that know he's really that wasn't it yeah but, but, but you know Nuno should I mean you're there to manage the team and it doesn't matter I know it must be very difficult managing these, these big egos but Players like it when they're talked to and they, they know their role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is your role. You're a striker. Stay yeah. around the box. Don't drop 30, year, 30 yards off that and pin these beautiful balls. You can do that. We know you can do that. Rooney went through the same the yeah. same thing when he dropped. He, he, he was the kid on the, on, on, you know, on the school school playing field who wanted to be goal, defender, who just, because they got so much energy and they loved the game. Yeah. So, so are you are you saying that Kane's too big for the managers we've just had? No, he, he needs to be dealt with. He needs to be just say, look, you're a fantastic striker, but you are a striker. Yeah, Stay up front. He's good at that. Yeah. Stick to what you're bad at. You know, we will provide your service, but do not leave that box. Yeah. Yeah, Nuno didn't have the coherence yeah. to drop him as yeah. well. No. But the fact is that he was 
Yeah, I mean, I just didn't have any authority around that. Yeah. Room. I don't think, no, no. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, right the way we played against Arsenal, there's no way that any self-respected manager would say, play like that. Yeah. Leave a massive chasm in the middle oh, of the, that was <laughs> the midfield. It's terrible. It's, it's not, that's not the directions of Nuno. That's, no. that's him not... Yeah. Communicating yes. what he wants out of the team. Sellers' part yeah. was just as the bad. The he picked at Palace was just. Oh, I, <laughs> I, was, I was at that game. That was horrific. Yeah, didn't you leave early? Yeah. What time did you leave? Or what was the score? Uh, two 0 well, It was two 0 and uh, my, I was with my friend. He said, "No, no, no. I want to stay to the end." And I said, "It's two minutes till we need to go." So he said, "Okay." <laughs> Begrudgingly left, and we had this huge cheer as the, as the third goal went in, oh. and we were halfway up. Edward. Talk about staying behind the games. I mean, I, I did stay behind on Saturday. Oh, did you? Because like, the trains were all messed up. But I said, well, I was just stay, stay in the stands and I watched them sort of trudge off, you know, skulk away. But some stayed on and he went to every corner of that stadium. Oh, so like, just, just on his own. Really? He's special. Yeah. He's a special, he's, special he's player. Serious Spurs. He's got a work ethic, isn't he? Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. But do you think as well we need do we need like the the um, connection? You talk about that the connection between the players, the manager, and the fans has gone since Poch. Yes, since Poch. I mean, we yeah. were we love Poch. We love the players. You know, we loved everything about it. You know, even if we lost, we still still love them. That's gone over the last we've two years. Been, we've also not been there as well for like the whole yeah, no, like right. season in between. Yeah, so it's like him, yeah. the, the, that season last year, I mean, yeah. the, the players, that might have been when the intensity went and then yeah. they've come back this season and they don't have any sort of... Do you know what's a brilliant point? Like, it's yeah. a really good point. That must have really, really affected them if, yeah. you know, when... They've lost that connection. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. You're, you're playing, there's no in- real intensity. You're playing... Like, so every game is like a training. And that, that didn't that didn't do Jose any favors either. No, he didn't. Because that, I mean, it, it might have done him favors in the fact that the football he was playing, he might have not lasted as long as he did. But at the same time, it was pretty crap for him, wasn't it, to to come in and then straight away it's those yeah. meaningless behind closed doors games, and then yeah, that, that he just loses that whole season of of the supporters being there, and maybe yeah. we could have had a better relationship with him than just. Remember us sat in at home watching the games. Yeah, you know, you're I was right. on my phone for the games because it's just so boring. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. It was, it was terrible. Awful, awful yeah. season. Forget it. Yeah, um, <laughs> or, or you, would have turned toxic quicker. Maybe. Well, yeah. I could have gone one of two ways on that. Do yeah, you're right. I think you could have gone one of two ways. You're right. Do you think the the squad though, which he's inheriting, is better than when Pochettino was sacked? You know, you think since then. You know, Ericsson's gone, Vertonghen's gone, Alderweireld's gone, Eric Lamella's gone, and the only real notable additions since when Potts left, Hoiberg and Regulon. No, I think it's worse. And it's got worse. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So he's coming in. So are you sort of saying he's coming in and he's really got to like hit the ground running, really? But I just think for me, someone like Conte, you know, he's such a respected coach. I, you know, I possibly I find like a skip or a Tanganga. I'm a youngster or a Bergwijn. I'm going to run through you know, walls. Yeah. Bergwijn could be he our could Victor be, yeah. Moses. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the squad there, even if it isn't as as good as other squads, he's well, it's not going to be an excuse for him. No. It's going to be his challenge to himself to yes. get to get those players playing. He's not going to go. Well, that's what Mourinho did. He, he, I know he came in and he started going. Oh, I love Danny Rose, best left back in the world. I love, I love Bergwijn. He's Delhi. brilliant and like Delhi's a yeah. world class player. But really, he. It took. It, it wasn't long before he started sulking about how the players actually weren't good enough, and it was the same coach and the different yeah. players. Yeah. So I don't think Conte is going to take that line. I think he's right. going to be straight away going. You know, it's my challenge to 
getting yeah. these players up to my level. It's really interesting. We're 42 minutes into the podcast and Delhi's name's been mentioned. <laughs> oh, do you know I was just about to mention? <laughs> That's yeah, incredible, that's, whole isn't it, that's almost like a whole other podcast, isn't it? It's, yeah, let's, um, let's, let's not worry about that because he's not even near the first team for me. So yeah, no, let's no, not worry about that. Um, obviously, transfer window's coming up in January. Casper, what, what, you know, we hear lots of rumours, but what do you think, rumours are rumours, but what do you think his priorities are in the January transfer window? As Peter says, he's got money to spend, or we presume he has. I reckon just one big centre-back. As in big... Like a real statement signing. Yeah, and who do you? Who is that person? Bearing in mind, like a lot of managers normally plunder their old clubs. You know, are we looking at Skriniar again because he had him at Inter? I mean, I know it's quite unrealistic, but I have, I've, I've, I've seen a rumor that he's, he's said he wants to delict. Not gonna oh, happen. Not gonna happen. But you know, that would be great. But, but then why is it not gonna happen? Because Conte. Conte I can mean, attract you know, managers. It's like being the ha- most handsome person in the nightclub, Matt. You know, you can attract <laughs> girls. Well, yeah. <laughs> can happen. Uh, <laughs> you can Nuno. <laughs> Crying in the corner. That's just pint. That's pint of Guinness. That image is still, is still <laughs> stuck on my head. So Nuno on the dashboard at three fifteen a.m. But but Casper, why? But delete. Why? Why can't? Yeah. Why can't Conte attract it? Possibly not the January window. But do you think he's going to get anyone big in the January window? Notoriously not. We're not. talking about delete or yeah, anyone. Yeah, delete. Well, I think. I just, I mean, I, I just can't see him when he could go to a club much bigger, competing for titles in the Champions League. I just don't see why, why he'd come to us, but, but that Con- would be great. Conte is a pool. He thing. is, yeah, but then so is Jose Mourinho, and look at the players that we got in. Mourinho's not a pool. Mm. Yeah, he, he he was ten years ago. Yeah, yesterday's yeah. man. Yeah, yesterday's man. What about right. Stefan De Vrij? He's he's alright, isn't he? Mm. He's yeah, got he a year left of, or less than a year left of his contract. Oh, is he? So we could maybe snag him in January. Don't know. Mm. What about yeah. that kind of spray the ball around midfield? Uh, yeah, uh, that's that. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, one not... who, the one who unlocks unlocks doors. Yeah, a Jorginho. Anyone from the Italy Euro team, basically. Yeah, Bar- 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 Barella or yeah, that's... or who's yeah. the other guy? Energy players like, with energy. Jorginho, obviously. And and um. Uh, I think there's there's someone we've been rumoured for a long time, the Fiorentina striker. I think I he's Argentinian. I, I can't pronounce his name. It starts with a V or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, something. yeah, something like oh, that. Yeah. But he looks good. Well, so there's two there's two aspects but, to his job: is recruitment, right, as a yeah. manager, recruitment side, yeah, and the the coaching side, and and then don't forget he can improve players and reinvent players. Yes. And, you know, like find them a new role. Yes. You know, and that's don't don't discount that. So yeah. who's gonna be our you know Because Bergwine for me Bergwine Bergwine for me could be our, you know, the Victor Moses. Yeah. He's got huge energy, he's physically strong, mm-hmm. he could you know, he's up and down, he could be a really good mm-hmm. and less pressure on him scoring goals, you know, I think he could be a left wing back, I mean if if um what's it Regulon got injured and Sessegnon wasn't available. Yeah, he could find himself there, and that's if you take your chance, then you can stay in the team. Yeah, you work on it. I, I saw this. Um, I saw this thing where it was like, I think it was that Arsenal game where Antonio Conte they were losing or something, and he bought uh, Marcus Alonso on and started a three back, and that kind of like made Chelsea tick <clears> a bit. Yeah, I, I think all it takes is one like substitution or mm. or, or one kind of like moment that can kind of like. Like, for, kind of like free up a position for 
yeah. for maybe an attacking player to go maybe where we're less needed. So yeah. I think it's more is more of that, you know, right sided. Make them right up and there, are, you know. These are pivotal moments where you yeah. kind of, kind of uh, uh, But going back to the points, Pete, Peter, the, talking about the uh, Conte's priorities in the window, you're saying a big centre back, not as in size as in yeah. a big name centre back. Peter, you just said a centre midfielder, like a metronome yes. who's going to make no, the no, ball tick. I, I, mean, I was thinking like the Ericsson type of guy, you know. Uh, okay. See that pass, just see that pass. That's going to sort of... But to your point though, open up defense. we, when, have, when a, we have a loss side. And we, and we do have, um, yeah. I, I've seen clips um, going back to Pepe Natasar. I don't know whether he's that kind of player that will, I don't know if, whether he's a defensive player or or an attacking player, but then we've we've got, when you look at our midfield options, we've actually got like really talented players. Like, I don't think midfield is our priority at the mm. moment. I That's feel like point. when we've got, when we've got Kane, who doesn't really want to be there, I think, and then we need one more centre back if we're going to play back three. I feel like that is more yeah. prioritising than a midfielder. Yeah. Um, Sim, what's your sort of thoughts on these priorities? Priorities, first of all, is before we even get to January, I think is to assess the squad. Because yeah. we've talked so many times in this podcast about the bloated squad. Mm. And it's only been cut down a little bit this year with like the Lamellas and Oliveira. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, and Aurier and Sissoko. But it's still, there's still a lot of players to choose from. Mm. So if he just chooses from who you know who he can mould into, yeah. into good players, but then going into January, yeah. um, I agree with Casper that a statement sent about would be amazing. Yeah. yeah, but then I'd like to see like a midfield general as well. I can't think of any names in, 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 in the in the mould of what though. Uh, in the mould of someone who can play the ball, as can, in as in like a Jorginho. Uh, or? Like, well, like a Jorginho, but I think even more all action. I think Jorginho is like a ticker. Yeah, oh. like actually, someone who uh, it's, it's so easy to say like, like a, a cross between a cross between Jorginho <laughs> and Hoiberg or Skip uh, or something. I just wish one of them had. Vieira. More of more range or Vieira or someone like yeah yeah that's mm. pulling off the palace but, dugout but, but then yeah. but then just I would, I would love like a mid, like a midfield general like a like a Barella or yeah. someone like that but you think you think we've got that type of player coming back you know we've bought already this Pepe Metasar Pepe Metasar is that player so possibly you have got to think yeah. am I going to buy a player in that window when I've got this ready made no, you really. know superstar might, in the waiting he might absolutely love Lacelso yeah and Lacelso might become his man and be the guy that. Everything goes through and yeah. becomes the linchpin of a successful team. I don't yeah. know. Well, that's what he's doing for Argentina. Yeah, where does he play for Argentina? It's a redeployment of players that you have to look at. That's a great point. It could be mm. yeah. become something that you don't. The answers could already be in the squad. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's his job. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. That's what he'll thrive on. Well, I think. I think over the next year we will be shocked by by I think two or three players in, in our squad who go. What do they do? What do they bring yeah. to the table? And I think he will transform them. I think yeah. Ali will be one. I think the Celso will be one. You don't think so? I'd love that. I'd love him to be that player, but I just think under Conte, he just doesn't work hard enough in training. In... But can you imagine, though, Casper, if he just... Imagine he was given the right approach and Ali... Just responded in the right way. Yeah. There's a play. There's a player that I mean. It's yeah. first season. De- Deli Ali's aggression used to match Diego Costa's. Yes. Yeah. He used to. He used. To, I don't know yeah. where that's gone. Skulls Dugri. Yeah. Where's lost that edge? He, lost, that he, edge? he, punch, the he punched the West Brom player yeah. on the corner <laughs> and got like a three-match ban. Like, yeah, you know, where's off that the gone? Ball. Where's yeah. that gone? It's just. It's just like it seeps out of him. 
Yeah, I, mean, I just don't understand why where that's gone that aggressively. Yeah. Maybe Conte can get that back in him. The media yeah. kind of beat that out of him because he got that three match ban. Yeah. And then, then the and tackle then he with the tone it, he had to tone it down, and then and that two foot tackle kind of lost part of the game. His, his yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, tackle in the Europa Shocking League, you got three match bans. Remember Shocking at Wembley? And some people need to play angry. And yeah, he might be one of those. And know. it's on the edge as well, isn't it? Yeah. You are yeah. literally. That's a good point, though, Matt, because there will be you know players, winners and losers in the night. Yes. I mean, I'm not sure who they'll be. I don't know who they're going to be. We can surmise here, but I just there will be winners. There yeah. will be losers, and they're not poor players. No, uh, we have a squad of we, good we, players. I hear people saying, "Oh, it's a bottom." Even like with and without Kane, it's a bottom half team. No, it's not. It's not at all. It's not no. rubbish. No, even with even without Kane, that's still a top half team. Better than Aston oh. Villa. Yeah, better than better, there's a better team than Leeds who came in the top four last or Everton. Yeah, or Everton. But possibly yeah. is it West Ham? Like West Ham. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, just, I absolutely well, agree. Maybe, yeah. But it's like a fitness thing. I think. I think we, we seem to lack energy. But yeah. I mean, it gets brighter last year. West Ham gave the ADD. Sorry to interrupt. The definitely most energy level. Yeah, incredible. He was just dumping all over our midfield. If we had signed for energy. And also, I saw a stat where he's played. About nine hundred in his last nine hundred minutes for West Ham, he's only been dispossessed once. Really? Mm. Wow! He's a great player. Isn't he? yeah. Great player. We showed you that, that's what, kind of the player that we. What about Calvin Phillips? Could he be someone we could look at? Yeah, he is. Is he the man you're talking about, Peter? I like Yorkshire Pearl, this yeah. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, I, I really, really like him. Really that energy like level him. will be right up yes, Conte's he's street. Great, yeah. yeah. But I just think I think just before we wrap up, I just think that Conte will be able to attract players. You know. And I think, you know, just him being there, I think is going to be fantastic. Yeah, yes. amazing. Yeah. It's, so, it's so exciting. Right, so exciting, exciting, exciting end to the podcast. It's been great. Simi, you enjoyed it? I've loved it. Peter? Always. Yeah, real, real good fun. I'm, I'm just excited for yeah. what could happen. You know, I'm just, got, I'm really open-minded. And like I said, I just want to ride this roller coaster and yeah. see where it takes us. As the great Ronan Keaton said, life is a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Just got to ride it. Matt, how do you feel? Excited? Uh, Enjoyed the pod? Yes, there's just one quote. Uh, hope, it's hope that will kill you. <laughs> yes. Um, but, I, yes, very excited. Especially after speaking with everyone and just getting everyone's ideas. And you do get yeah. fired up, don't you? Yeah. Really. Come on, Matt. Enjoy Come on. It. No, exactly. Enjoy I will. I will. Casper, <laughs> how do you feel? Uh, 13 years old, living the dream, no? Conte, one of the it, best managers I in the world. Could go either way. Can't really call it. Exciting. Very excited. Good, let's, let's live this dream. Could, could go all Spursy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone uh, around the table and thanks for listening. Uh, apologies that we haven't been um, putting a podcast out as uh, more recently than this, but it's been real fun doing this. So keep listening and keep spreading the word at YE1 Spurs. Come on, you Spurs.